Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Happy Sunday. Listen, just a quick intro. We had this incredible TV special the other night with our good friends at AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. By the way, if you want to join AMAC and match me on my five-year membership, go to amac.us slash justnews. Go do that today. Match me in the five years. It's the best discount you're going to get. If you use that URL, amac.us slash justnews, you get a discount. That's because we're great partners, and so did they with AMAC on so many important projects. But today... AMAC has coming up in Florida at the Villages in Central Florida, one of the most famous senior citizen communities in America, anywhere in America. They're going to do a special training seminar called Boot Camp for Boomers. What is it? Well, you're going to explain throughout the show, but the real short of it is it's teaching everyday Americans how to get involved in the political process, whether it's with your congressman, your state legislator, others elected officials as an election observer, voting, getting other people to vote, helping to register, all of that is on the table. And what AMAC's done graciously with all of its years of experience and all of the experts it has, people like Lieutenant Colonel Alan West down in Texas and Riley Gaines, a great Olympic swimmer, and you're going to hear from both of those today, they're going to do a training seminar. Hopefully will be the first of many. Today, Rebecca Weber, the president and CEO of AMAC, and I are going to co-host a little show telling you about how you can get involved. If you want to be a boomer in boot camp, or if you just want to be American making a difference, this next hour is for you. So tune in. I'm going to turn it over to the adaptation of our TV show for this podcast. Have a great Sunday. I thought it'd be great food for thought on a Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. 
Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Now, I'm very lucky to be joined in a second by Rebecca Weber, the CEO of AMAC. She will be my co-host for tonight's journey. She and I will be giving you a sneak peek of next week's event with some of the very speakers who will be training on issues like grassroots advocacy, election fraud monitoring, and understanding the impact of radical agendas on this great country. Over the next hour, we're going to hear from some great people, accomplished athlete Riley Gaines, Senator Ron Johnson, retired Lieutenant Colonel Alan West among them. You're going to get a great dose of wisdom on how you and your vote can make a difference in 2024. Now, before I bring in Rebecca, let me tell you quickly how you can still get tickets for the upcoming event in Florida if you're interested. It's very simple. Just go to amac.us slash bootcamp. That's really easy. amac.us slash bootcamp. Now let's turn things over to my amazing co-host for tonight, the CEO of AMAC, my, my good friend, Rebecca Weber. Rebecca, welcome. Oh, John, great to be with you here today. Same here. So tell us a little bit about what is going to happen over the next uh, week down in Florida. It's very exciting. Excellent. Yeah, we're super excited. As as your listeners know, AMAC was formed as the alternative to AARP, founded by my father in 2007, really born from Dan's passion uh, for his love of America. Dan Weber was a veteran, an entrepreneur, a great family man. He passed away in 2020, and we have been growing like crazy over the last handful of years. We saw that ARP did not represent the views of conservative Americans, and we recognize that seniors really want a choice, John. So today, with more than 2 million members nationwide, AMAC is the premier conservative organization for Americans over the age of 50. And AMAC members receive exceptional benefits, uh, including all kinds of advice on Social Security, Medicare advisory services, and uh, uh, great savings and discounts on member benefits. Uh, We take our marching orders from our members. Our members want to get involved. Uh, our, Our vision for AMAC goes far beyond traditional member services. AMAC also delivers news commentary, and we also offer grassroots advocacy, a way for people to get involved. And so this was the concept, along with ACRU, to offer members and those local in the local Florida region an opportunity to get involved and learn how they can make a difference in 2024. We're thrilled to have this boot camp for boomers on January 20th in the villages. Super excited. 
Yeah, it's a big deal. Like I said, I've been a journalist a long time. I've never seen something like this. And I think its moment in history is perfect. People are saying, you know, I know we got to make a change in 2024. we got to do something to save this great country. But how do we do it? And you're providing the answers. And I think tonight it's going to be such a blessing to share the screen with you and to have some great conversations. And uh, I can't think, Rebecca, of a better guest to kick us off in this conversation. Why? Because a couple of years ago, when Title IX got turned on its head and uh, women athletes in all the great college sports suddenly started to have biological males being injected into their locker rooms, into the races, uh, it became really confusing. It became very demoralizing. A lot of people thought, well, maybe there's nothing I can do, but not Riley Gaines. Uh, she stepped forward right to the front lines and has been fighting for truth, accountability, common sense, and fairness. And she has made a difference. She proves that you can be an NCAA swimmer one day and the next day a fearless and effective advocate for common sense in this country, particularly for women's sports. We're very lucky to be joined by Riley right now. Riley, great to have you on the show. Well, it is so good to see you guys. So thank you very much for having me on. You are, I think, the model. When we talk about can we make a difference, I, I look over the last couple of years and people in the news that really have impressed me about, wow, you can make a difference. You can stand up and no matter what the tidal wave is, you can crash against it. You came up across an amazing thing. All of a sudden, biological men were being inserted into women's sports. Tell us what motivated you to get involved and how you were able to make a difference. Well, a couple things. Uh, truthfully, I was hesitant at first. Uh, and I'll, why I was hesitant was because I was waiting for someone else to do it because I thought someone else would. Uh, I thought surely there would be a coach or someone's parent or some other swimmer or someone within the NCAA or someone with political power. I thought someone would do something. But I realized, um, I, I can tell you actually the distinct moment when is when I was standing on that podium uh, after just tying with a male, yet the male was given the trophy for photo purposes, I was told. And it hit me. Um, how in the world could I, myself, a woman, a female athlete, expect someone else to jump in and save me if I wasn't even willing to save myself? Uh, this, you know, I, waiting for someone else to do something when I could do something. Uh, and so that's kind of what thrusted me over the edge. Um, people in leadership positions failing, which continues to across the board, stemming from the top. Make no mistake, I mean, this is coming from the tippy top at the federal government, the people in the White House right now, uh, they're spineless leaders. Uh, and that's, again, across the board. So I think um, kind of just feeling guilty, I felt compelled, I felt responsible. And now here we are, uh, 23 years old, having, you know, a few weeks back, I have to go and testify in front of Congress about um, and explain to them that men and women are different. I mean, what a silly concept. <laughs> You're right. Shouldn't have to be said, but it is. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, Riley, every year, AMAC awards one remarkable individual, the man or woman of the year award. Uh, the winner is always selected by our members. Now, this year, out of a list of 10 outstanding individuals, including Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk, Justice Clarence Thomas, our members overwhelmingly chose you, Riley. Uh, you're an inspiration to millions of people around the country, but I know it's not always easy to be in the spotlight. Can you tell us a little bit about how you stay grounded? It can't be easy. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Um, first and foremost, what keeps me grounded uh, is certainly my faith. Uh, I say that because we already know who, who wins. Correction, actually, we already know who won. Uh, the Bible tells us who, who wins. It's written. Uh, and that's, you know, ultimately, that's what keeps me, uh, I'll use the word fearless. 
I'm not scared of the backlash. I'm not scared of the name calling uh, because, again, we know who wins. Uh, so that's a big part in what has kept me grounded and keeps me uh, really motivated to continue moving forward. Um, but of course, I think my why, you know, why I defend and, and care about this this issue and a lot of the cultural issues, uh, such as uh, the infringement on our freedom of speech, why I care so fiercely and so passionately is for the next generation. You know, I think of someone like my younger sister, who's 15 years old, and she's an incredible female athlete. She's a gymnast. Uh, I think about her opportunities and how, you know, I, I can't imagine her being in a locker room with a man. Uh, so that's, again, that's what keeps me going. I have an incredible support wheel around me with my family and my coaches and my teammates and my friends uh, and really just the overwhelming majority of the general public. Uh, this issue, of course, it's painted as a political issue, uh, very much so in the media and how our politicians are voting. Uh, but that's not the way this issue actually falls. The overwhelming majority of the general public, despite where you fall politically, agrees that allowing men into women's sports, really the gender ideology movement as a whole, uh, specifically how it affects children, they agree that this is wrong. So a lot of mad mama bears are waking up, but I believe that's what this country needs to ultimately restore sanity. Yeah, that's what people are asking for. Riley, there are parents, grandparents watching tonight. They have a granddaughter, a daughter, probably going through exactly what you, maybe it's in high school, maybe it's in college. What is some of the best advice you can, I mean, you took on a biological, biological male, you did great in the competition, but you also took on the debate in a way that I think most people weren't ready for. What's some good advice that you can offer others uh, who might be in this very uh, situation at this moment? Well, my message to parents, uh, which, we need parents. Uh, we need parents who are willing to defend their daughters. That being said, we also need parents who are willing to teach their sons how to be strong men, how to be masculine men. Uh, so that's the role of parents in all of this. Uh, of course, before anything, above anything, I believe we should live Christ-like lives. But secondly, speak the truth unapologetically. Be willing to say the emperor wears no clothes. Again, taking this back to, to my um, initial experience, what really thrusted me over the edge, we all thought the same thing. And when I say we all, I mean the coaches, I mean my teammates and competitors. We all saw this as wrong. We saw this as an injustice, but no one was willing to say it out loud. Uh, be willing to say the emperor wears no clothes. Um, and I, I think thirdly, stop giving your money to companies and organizations that hate you. This movement is very much driven by money. Uh, of course, it's, you know, they don't follow these companies and organizations like the NCAA. They don't follow red or blue. They follow green. Uh, and that's how that's how we make a difference is you have to hit them where it hurts. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it's all terrific what you're doing. Now, you've met with Congress. You've testified before Congress. You've met with governors and spoken in front of thousands of people across the nation at several events. You've also faced violent protesters. Can you share with us what that's been like for you? Yes, um, you're exactly right. I have been in positions where I've been, I mean, spit on. I've had drinks poured on me. I've had glass bottles thrown at me. I've been punched. I've been held for ransom uh, for over four hours where these protesters demanded that I had to pay them money if I wanted to make it home again to see my family safely. Um, it's some of the most violent, vengeful, hateful uh, backlash you could possibly imagine. Uh, but again, that being said, the support that I have felt is tenfold anything negative, and it's almost telling. Um, they resort to this name calling and violence because they have nothing else to dissuade from their argument. Uh, 
Uh, and, you know, we resorted to name calling in like second grade. That's what we did is call each other names. Um, so if that's the best they got, bring it on. And I, I hope that's encouraging to others as well. Uh, being called names that are very empty, that, that really mean nothing at this point. It shouldn't hurt our feelings because um, I believe it's loving to tell the truth. That's what love is. That's what compassion and kindness is. Yeah, so so truth. Truth is such a powerful tool in this. Um, we got about a minute left, Riley. I want to ask about this because I think there are a lot of times in the beginning of this debate where I'm sure people came to say, listen, this is the new normal. You're just going to have to accept it. And you and other women, I think, said, no, we don't. Uh, for every Riley Gaines that has the courage to go out, there's 100, 200, 300 women that have the same feelings. What are, do they want to tell our elected leaders? What do they want the elected leaders of this country to know about what's been done to women's sports? Well, I think I speak for the overwhelming majority of, of us when I say what we're seeing is not progressive. It's not progress. We're not moving in the forward direction. This is taking us back in time. And those same women who fought relentlessly so I could have the opportunities that I was so blessed and fortunate to have, in their same lifetime, they're seeing those opportunities being taken away. Uh, and so I speak for the majority of us when I say women deserve safety in our sports we deserve fair competition we deserve privacy in our locker rooms we're really asking for the bare minimum and those who who deny that deny that that we should be called champions uh those are again misogynists i think is the best way to put it yeah that's a, yes. that's a really great point we got about 20 and seconds left real quickly riley what's the message you're going to deliver uh in florida next week what's important for the trainees next week well, I'm so excited for Florida, and I'm so excited um, for Boomer Boot Camp. I mean, what an awesome idea. Um, what I will be hoping to instill is encouragement to, to all, regardless of age. We need to be linking arms here. Uh, and so hopefully that's the message people receive, and that's what we can do following the, the conference. Wow, that's pretty awesome. I'm so glad you and Rebecca are teamed up. It's going to be a powerhouse combination in Florida in just a few days. Riley, absolutely no doubt that you have been one of the heroes on the front lines against the progressive ideology that's rummaging through our culture. Great job. You inspire all of us. Have a safe trip. We'll see you soon in Florida. Absolutely. I'll see you guys soon. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. 
I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money-back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off welcome back america my amazing co-host rebecca weber she'll be back in just a few minutes uh, but this in this next segment i couldn't pass up an opportunity to talk to someone who's done a lot of thinking about how we fix this nation. If Boot Camp for Boomers is about saving our nation, having a prescription for what it is that ails it and how we fix it is so important. My next guest has done more thinking of, uh, as, uh, among anyone that I know of in the United States Senate for coming up with those prescriptions, figuring out how we get from getting the truth we've been denied to getting the accountability that still needs to be meted out. He is Senator Ron Johnson from the great state of Wisconsin, and he joins us now. Senator, great to have you back in the show, sir. Well, John, uh, glad to be with you. Uh, there's this amazing event in Florida in a couple days uh, where uh, thousands of uh, senior citizens are going to get together and they're going to go through a boot camp about how they can make a difference, being election observers, uh, voting, getting other people to vote, talking to their legislators and, and getting involved civically. You've done a lot of thinking about where this nation is, uh, the precipice that it is facing in terms of ex its existential identity. Um, what are some of the most important issues? If you're sitting about to go to this boot camp or you're sitting in your home saying, I want to get involved now, I can't sit on the sidelines. What are some of the most important issues uh, this country needs to tackle right away? Well, the absolute most important uh, concept is the truth. Uh, exposing it, discerning it, uh, and then spreading it. Uh, you know, John, I think you know my background. I, I'm not of this world. Uh, I'm an accountant by education background. I ran a manufacturing plant for 30 years. I ran for U.S. Senate, became a senator 12 years ago, 13 now. Uh, I, I didn't come to the Senate expecting to become an investigator. Uh, I came here because we were mortgaging our children's future. We still are. That's actually on hyperdrive. Uh, came here because I knew Obamacare would not protect patients or be a f make healthcare more affordable. And it, it failed in both those respects as well. But when I became chairman of the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs, that is the Senate Oversight Committee. And when we first saw the scandal of Hillary Clinton's email scandal, not only am I oversight chairman, but that's also in my committee's jurisdiction, federal records. So I had to investigate that. 
those investigation, that investigation of, for example, the, the doctoring of the James Comey exoneration memo that exonerated Hillary Clinton, and that same cast of characters that did all the editing to make sure it didn't sound criminal or remove the criminal elements, that they're the people responsible for Crossfire Hurricane and, and that corrupt investigation that put uh, our nation through political turmoil that has not set, ceased, that hasn't ended. And so what, what I, what's happened to me is my eyes have been opened wide in terms of the corruption within uh, really almost every institution of this country because it's been, they've been taken over by the radical left, but also, you know, those, including those institutions are government agencies. Uh, the, the deep state is real and it's, and it's been infiltrated and, and populated by leftists and they are opposed, many of them, to actual democracy. They, they just crave power. And so what I have uncovered and what I've, my eyes have been opened, particularly during COVID and the pandemic, the extent to which the federal government has repeatedly lied to the American public decade after decade after decade. And that needs to be exposed. And part of the problem you have is, you know, some of these stories are so old. You know, take, take the JFK assassination. Uh, to take take the whole YouTube situation. Right. Um, there is so much when you start reading the history of this, now that uh, some of these records are, are becoming known, this is so obvious in terms of how the federal government lied to us, but it's because it's o the old news, right? It's, it's, it's history. It's, it's just being forgotten. And because it's been forgotten, Americans simply don't want to believe the government would lie to them to this extent. Uh, they don't want to believe that there would be actors within government with such malign intent, such such venal intent in terms of, you know, pushing vaccines that would put money in their pockets potentially, but they could also be potentially harmful to millions, if not billions of people. They simply don't want to believe that. But I guess I'm, what I'm telling people is believe it. Uh, start researching this. I, I can't tell you exactly what all the truths are. All I can say is my, my, my eyes have been open to the fact that we've been lied to, uh, we continue to be lied to, and I think the, the primary thing that uh, certainly I need to do is I need to keep digging, need to continue to work with people like you, true investigative journalists, to continue to expose the truth, because it's only the truth that is going to set us free. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. And a lot of truths have begun to ed uh, reach the American people. The early problem was omissions, right? The government just didn't tell us things. They didn't tell us things about the COVID vaccine. They didn't tell the FISA court about the truth of the evidence in Russia case. Uh, we certainly weren't told the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop for a long time, though you got it out. Um, the uh, Those who omit the truth. We have a fresh uh, uh, episode this week. Austin, uh, Secretary Austin doesn't tell the American people for five days. He's AWOL. How do we begin to create accountability so that omitting the truth or hijacking the truth becomes untenable? for someone. How do we create that level of accountability? Is it even possible in a divided Washington? Well, we need an honest media. Uh, and, and the good news is, is we do have alternate sites, you know, like just the news, you know, other conservative sites, you know, podcasts, substacks, you know, Twitter is more honest and open now. So we, we there are places where you can get the truth. The problem is the mainstream media, and that's where most people get their news or they're fed to them by the social media sites. Uh, that's populated by a bunch of leftists. And they're not journalists anymore. They're, they're advocates for the left. You know, when they invite me on, they don't do it very often anymore. But when they do invite me on, they don't invite me on to interview me. They, in, they bring me on to argue with me, to use me as a foil to make their biased 
political points. And so the news that's being fed to the American public is highly dishonest, highly biased. Uh, the news media installed Biden. They covered up for him in terms of the Hunter story, no in doubt. terms of, you know, uh, and, and they had people within the agencies working with them. The FBI, that corrupt investigation, the, the 51 members of the intelligence community that signed the letter saying the laptop uh, had all the earmarks of Russian uh, information campaign. I mean, that was an information campaign itself, an operation perpetrated on the American public. So we need to understand what we're up against. We are up against powerful forces, starting with our education system. The, the master stroke of the left was taking over our university systems. It's our universities that graduate journalists that are advocates for the left. They're, they're graduating teachers that are indoctrinating our children to the ideology of the left, the identity politics, the critical race theory. You know, what is happening with pushing trans pushing transgenderism on, on children? Listen, I think every American is, is sympathetic and, and concerned about people with true you know, gender dysphoria. But we should not be indoctrinating and pushing it on our children. But that is what is happening. So this radical left ideology is being pushed through all our institutions and it's destroying this country. It's utterly destroying this country. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. Sir, one of the places we've been denied a lot of truths and we still don't have a lot of answers, despite very hard work by you and your staff, is January 6th. You have a lot of questions you'd like to see answered the next year. House Republicans are starting to get the answers. What are the most important questions we need to know about that day for history and also for the security of the Capitol going forward? I think the big question is, was it a setup? Uh, you know, the, the, the big question is, why didn't we have security? You know, I, I, I've been here. You know, I saw the security we had for the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. You know, we, we were told as members, you know, what we should do, you know, what we should be looking out for, you know, how the security w was going to be run. But on January 6th, when we knew there were going to be tens, hundreds of thousands of, of protesters coming here, we weren't briefed at all. And, you know, I introduced in the record J. Michael Waller's testimony, a very credible eyewitness, came there to eyewitness and wrote his 14-page testimony before he ever watched any news media. He's the one that talked about agitators, provocateurs that started the violence, uh, you know, that most of the people were, were there having a good time, uh, celebrating America. Uh, the, the people that I certainly saw at uh, at Trump rallies, people that are God-fearing, country-loving, law enforcement supporting people that would never even think of breaking the law. I mean, but his record, when I when I entered that in the record of a congressional hearing, I was immediately called a conspiracy theorist. But his testimony has stood the test of time. So again, my question is, why didn't we have security in place? I mean, was this a setup? How, how many FBI informants, confidential human sources, were in the crowd? The FBI director refused to answer the question whether or not the FBI had informants dressed as Trump supporters in the Capitol prior to the riot. You know, why didn't we have adequate security uh, set up for this? So, again, that, that's the main question. But from that flows all kinds of other questions. You know, what did Pelosi know? What did McConnell know? Uh, why did they make sure there were no National Guard troops there? I mean, they're the people in charge of security. Why didn't they do something about it? So there are so many questions that haven't even been asked, much, much less answered. I mean, all the, you know, odd individuals in the crowd that haven't been accounted for. You know, the, the guy that was there at the Ashley Babbitt uh, hearing with the, you know, the, the strange cap on that ended up maneuvering behind uh, the police barricade and just, yep. you know, changed clothes and, and left. The, the, the lady in the pink beret, you know, Ray Epps. 
mean, these people, they, you know, with the FBI, the jihad, they've gone out on, uh, you know, everybody that uh, even showed up at the Capitol. Why haven't these people been pursued? So, again, there, there's just so many questions. There's so many oddities, uh, so many things that uh, are unexplained, that are inexplicable. Uh, so we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of telling the true story of what happened on January 6th. Man, there's no doubt. Well, you've scratched the surface for sure, but we've got a long way to go. Senator, last question. A lot of boomers are thinking about what sort of country they're going to be leaving for their grandchildren. Uh, one of those is the extraordinary suffocation of debt and spending. Is there an appetite starting to grow in Washington that maybe it's time to start to shrink this up? Or is the gravy train still going unabated when it comes to spending? Yeah, I wish I could say there was, but there isn't, mainly because there's not much public support for it. You know, the, those of us that talk about, uh, you know, trying to save Social Security by bringing federal spending under control, uh, we, we get savaged in the media. You know, we, we get accused of wanting to cut Social Security and put it on the chopping block. I mean, for, for seniors, they need to understand the greatest threat to their Social Security is the massive deaths of spending under, being undertaken right now. Yeah. When, when, the, when the fiction of the trust fund runs out, and it's just an accounting gimmick, uh, the, those those federal government bonds in the trust fund have no value to the federal government. But, but when that fiction runs out in 2023, you know, then benefits are going to have to be cut to the level of receipts, about 75 to 80 percent of benefits. The question is, will we have the financial wherewithal in the general fund to plus up those benefits and honor those promises? Yeah. But yet too many seniors are still out there demanding the current benefits. Uh, continue to demand more and more spending, the, the earmarks, the, the pork barrel spending, the, the spending on climate change, you know, the, on those climate change boondoggles. So last year we ran basically a $2 trillion deficit. The year before it was a trillion dollars. Our debt's $35 trillion now. This is completely unsustainable, but most members of Congress continue to whistle by the graveyard because, as, as one of our leaders actually said, show me a member of Congress who ever got defeated because they spent too much money. That's exactly. So unfortunately, that that remains the basically ideology here in, in America. And, and I'm, you know, if, if I've got a mission in life, it's to try and wean as many Americans off the federal government as possible. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back, America. We've just now heard from two of America's fiercest fighters who continue to go on offense and fight for family family values and American freedom. Well, those are two things that AMAC also continues to fight for, and so does our next guest, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. 
He honorably served in our nation's military, as well as in various public service roles, including as a member of Congress. And now he oversees the American Constitutional Rights Union as its executive director. Alan West, you're one of our nation's best advocates for the Constitution, and we're glad you're here. Welcome to the show, sir. Well, it's great to be with you, uh, Rebecca and John, and Happy New Year to everyone that is listening and watching. You know, we are honored and thrilled that you will be our keynote speaker at the AMAC ACRU Boot Camp for Boomers event in the Villages on Saturday, January 20th. Could you give our viewers a sneak preview of what you plan to talk about in your address? Well, sure. It's uh, really a humbling honor that you would select me to be your keynote speaker. And I just thank everyone down in the villages, since this is a boot camp, they need to get ready to do push-ups and crunches and maybe some side straddle hops. <laughs> and uh, I cut out the two-mile run portion because I didn't want to <laughs> alert the EMS down there. But the, the bottom line is that we have got to get back to those fundamental rights and, and values and talking about, you know, strengthening the family. You know, I'm a, a, a last part of the baby boom generation. I was born in 1961, but uh, my dad was a World War II veteran born in 1920. My mom, she did about 25 plus years civilian service with uh, Marine Corps headquarters. He was born in 1931. So I understood those those boomer values that were inculcated into me. And as you know, in Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way they should go so that when they grow, they shall not depart from it. So I think that it is time for us to reassert ourselves with our children and grandchildren to once again reclaim those values because I'm sick and tired of hearing Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Kamala Harris, and uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre tell us that our children aren't ours. That's uh, such a great point, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, that we I think that's been a motivating factor for so many people. Now, just a few minutes ago, a little breaking news I can inject into the special here. The Ohio House has voted to override uh, Governor Mike DeWine's veto of the transgender health care ban for children. A big win for parents. Uh, they've still got another vote in the Senate. Uh, but this yeah. has been one of those motivating things. I know uh, Rebecca and I are going to talk a little bit about AMAC's role in this a little bit in a little bit. But um, getting parents involved has been a lot easier with the attack on our children right? Getting them involved in the political system? You're absolutely right. And I think that if there's anything positive that came out of COVID was that parents all of a sudden saw what the indoctrination of their children really entailed. And now we see people involved in school board meetings, running for school board. And of course, that means that the DOJ and FBI sees them as domestic terrorists. But I want you to think about how absurd it is in so many of these states where we have things called child protective services, but yet we don't want to protect our children from this gender mutilation surgeries, hormonal therapy, puberty blockers. And one of the things you have to understand is we're saying that a person under the age of 18 cannot go out and get a tattoo, but yet we're coming back around and saying they are cognizant enough to make a decision to have healthy body parts taken away from them. And we cannot have a government like we see in California saying that if you don't quote unquote affirm that uh, mutilation and that uh, mental condition called gender dysphoria, then you will have your children taken away from you. And this comes after the incredible blow of issue one passing in Ohio back in November, which basically undermines parental rights even more so when it comes to the murdering of un unborn babies in the womb. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is why 2024 is going to be a critical year for our country, as well as election integrity. Could you talk about why you believe it will be so important for Americans across the country to be engaged in the election process? 
Well, I think when you listen to the rhetoric of the left and the fact that, you know, I live down here in Texas and we continue to see millions upon millions stream across our border illegally. And what do you hear Pennsylvania Governor Shapiro saying? Well, we're going to give them driver's licenses, which means that they're in talking about illegals giving getting the opportunity to vote. Governor Shapiro in Illinois saying that he's going to hire illegals to be law enforcement officers and Senator Dick Durbin saying that he wants to hire illegals to be in our military. So we're seeing the undermining of our constitutional republic, and I don't want to see us continue to go down the path of these unsolicited mail-in ballots, which are unconstitutional. We need to make sure that we're checking our voter registration rolls, and where we can in these uh, Republican counties, because counties have the uh, supreme authority over the execution of elections, we need to go back to a system that provides uh, confidence in people as far as our election integrity and our systems. Yeah, so important. So you mentioned just a second ago our armed forces. You and your family have served bravely for decades. Uh, there's a lot of concern that people don't want to go into the U.S. military because of this. That's mm -hmm. also on the ballot in this next year. How important a motivating issue is that? It's an incredible issue because guess what? China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and Islamic terrorists and the Mexican drug cartels, who are terrorists also, they see the fact that we're struggling with our recruitment and retention. And the reason why we're doing that is because of the ideological agenda, the policies of the Biden administration that has us more so focused on uh, woke agenda, DEI, gender dysphoria, all these other things, than training, preparing, recruiting, deploying, and winning our uh, battles. And that started, of course, with the debacle in Afghanistan. So we have got to get a new commander in chief, and we've got to get back to focus to the core competencies and fundamentals of our armed services. So important. There is. And over the last several years, there, there's been an ongoing assault on America's constitution and on America's founding. Uh, can you share your thoughts about why you believe it's important to uphold the U.S. Constitution and the ideals of our founding fathers while also acknowledging the wrongs of our past, especially the evil of slavery and racial discrimination? Well, it's, it's interesting because the, the main party that you hear talking about uh, slavery and all of these things, the Democrat Party, they have always been on the wrong side of that issue. The Democrats did not support the 13th, 14th, or 15th Amendments, which ended slavery, which, of course, uh, gave citizenships to slaves and then also gave them, I mean, recently free slaves and then gave them the, the right to be able to vote. What you see is the Democrats trying to misuse the 14th Amendment in Section 3. But when I see people out there on the left going out and talking about 1619 Project and all of these things, they're doing everything they can to undermine the understanding of what it means to live in a constitutional republic. And in our Constitution, Article 4, Section 4, it says in the Guarantee Clause, one of the things that the federal government is supposed to guarantee to everyone in this union is a Republican form of government. Two things about a Republican form of government is the adherence to the rule of law, which means our Constitution, and the respect of individual rights and freedoms. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Rebecca Weber, and we're continuing our conversation. I want to remind everyone to go over and get your tickets for the Boot Camp for Boomers uh, event. This is in the Villages, Florida, and it's really simple. All you have to do is visit amac.us slash bootcamp. And we're thrilled. So much is going to happen at this great event on January 20th at the Villages, Florida. Uh, thrilled that, that we've got so many great guests that will be there, including Riley Gaines. Joining us now is Andy Mangione, AMAC Action Senior Vice President. Andy Mangione, it's a thrill to have you with us today. Thanks for joining. My pleasure, Reb. Thank you. Excellent, Andy. So we're we've been planning very much for the Boot Camp for Boomers event on January 20th, and if you can just inform those listening a little bit more about the event, some of the topics that we plan to discuss. Well, what we want to do with this event is empower citizens to become effective grassroots advocates, Rebecca. And we're doing the event in conjunction with the American Constitutional Rights Union. You mentioned the keynote speakers. There's going to be panel discussions involving protecting vulnerable voters and safeguarding our elections. Uh, becoming effective state and federal advocates, as well as recognizing the threat that is posed to our children by the radical transgender agenda. Yeah, so important. Andy, uh, we've been blessed to have you on the show many times before, and I think it's always great to remind people the incredible uh, effect that AMAC, you and Rebecca have, particularly AMAC Advocacy's arm. Tell us a little bit about some of the things AMAC accomplished in the advocacy world in 2023, because it's an impressive list. It was a crazy busy year, John, and we and, uh, are anticipating this craziness to continue into 2024. But, you know, if you want to go by the numbers, AMAC Action Advocates, our members, left over almost 750,000 messages for members of Congress, for state legislatures, for President Biden, for some corporate executives as well on issues that are pertaining to parental rights, issues that pertain to election integrity, issues that pertain to retirement savings issues. Our members are involved in so many issues. And keep in mind, they are the ones that put our issues in our issues portfolio. We're a member-driven organization and we respond to their needs. And boy, when we ask them to do a call to action, they respond in great, great numbers. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, Andy, 2024 is going to be a tremendous year. A lot of people are paying attention. Tell us a little bit about what AMAC Action has planned for 2024 and the issues that you're supremely focused on as we start the new year. Uh, happy to, Rebecca. It's an election year, as everybody here knows. It's an election year, so getting our members involved in the election process, becoming poll workers, election observers, working the polls, uh, and bringing people to the polls. Perhaps take your church group. Say you have a Bible study on Wednesday nights. Take all of them to become election workers. Put more conservative eyes on this election because it's going to be necessary. We're going to be heavily involved in that initiative, recognizing National Poll Worker Recruitment Day, helping America to 
to vote day uh, uh, in conjunction with the Election Assistance Commission. We're also going to be focusing on our core issues in Washington, D.C., uh, advancing AMAC's Social Security Guarantee that makes Social Security solvent for 75 years without raising taxes, pushing AMAC's Health Act, that's the Helping Everyone Access Long-Term Health Care Act, that provides quality medical assistance or quality medical care, I should say, for the very the most vulnerable of our population. It's going to be a busy year. Our members are going to be organizing. Our, our advocates are going to be organizing candidate forums, uh, incumbent forums. We're, we're, bracing, uh, we're bracing for impact, but it's a good kind of impact. Yeah, That's that terrific. Really is amazing. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, I'm up on Capitol Hill a lot, and you, AMAC's name comes up so often on things like election integrity, where you guys trained a lot of people to go out and uh, protect the, the vote, make sure it was easy to vote and hard to cheat. Talk a little bit about the election integrity efforts that you and Rebecca do every day. It's really pretty impressive. Well, we had a great year in 2023. Uh, AMAC members were, were instrumental in stopping ranked choice voting in Illinois, in Montana, in Idaho, and in other states throughout the country. Our members are, they're tuned into this. Like, like I think it's, it's, and they're the ones that put this issue in our portfolio. I know I mentioned that before, but after the 2020 election, our members came to us thirsting to get involved. And we just provided a little bit of direction and they take it from there. So we anticipate the first six months of 2024 to be front loaded with election integrity issues in the states. These legislatures are coming back into session as we speak and the activity is already ramping up. Yeah, and Andy, you've got you know so much going on on the parental rights front, as you've mentioned yeah. earlier. Share with our listeners what's going on uh, in Ohio. There's been a tremendous call to action and a great yeah. response. This is an issue that uh, really is at the heart of what AMAC Action uh, advocates really care about. Not only that, Rebecca, but it dovetails nicely into one of the panel discussions it's going to be at the boot camp for boomers. Governor Mike DeWine recently vetoed the SAFE Act. The SAFE Act would have prevented the mutilation of minors in, in transgender-affirming surgeries. It would have prevented puberty blockers from being given to minors. It would have prevented boys from invading girls' sports, uh, keeping the biological males out of girls' sports. He vetoed this bill. Well, we've got 90,000 AMAC members in the state of Ohio. And they didn't stand for this. Over the past few days, AMAC members have left over 1,800 messages for the Ohio State House, their state representatives, telling them to override this veto. Now, the legislature may, is meeting as we speak in special session today. And we fully anticipate this, to be, uh, this veto to be overridden by the Ohio House. Uh, all forecasts indicate that it will be. I don't have a definitive just yet. But if it is overridden in the House, our chances look good and they have the votes in the Senate. So hopefully this SAFE Act eventually becomes law. Andy, when I think of AMAC, particularly when I'm on Capitol here, the term medical transparency comes out right away. You have played such a huge role with Rebecca and AMAC in getting that in front of the American people with the Patient Act. Bring us up to speed on what's happened there. I'd be happy to, John. Uh, we have been advocates for hospital price transparency, medical price transparency for years now. This would allow patients to shop for non-emergent medical services like a hip replacement or a knee replacement, and that competition will bring the price down. Well, when the bill was known as the Patient Act, AMAC members over the summer mobilized and helped, uh, reached out to their member of Congress as constituents and helped to generate co-sponsors for that bill, which ultimately became the Lower Cost More Transparency Act.
Then AMAC members sent another 16,000 messages to the Congress, to the House of Representatives, to uh, uh, help get this bill, uh, to, to generating more support for the bill, I should say. Well, we helped to pull that bill over the line as 2023 closed, so that bill was passed through the House of Representatives, and we look forward to working with our colleagues in the Senate to get this bill passed in the Senate and ultimately signed into law. Uh, huge. Yeah. yeah, and Andy, the work that AMAC Action doing is doing is truly terrific. Uh, I bet a lot of people out there are wondering, how can I get involved? Why don't you share with people what that looks like when you become a member of AMAC, uh, the vehicle that can help them get involved and play a major role in grassroots efforts? Absolutely, Rebecca. Our members have access uh, to multiple platforms to make sure that their voice is heard. First, these call to action campaigns that we've been doing for the last four years really amplify their voice in the halls of Congress and in state legislatures, uh, governor's mansions, uh, the White House, and in, uh, throughout the country. And we also offer members the opportunity to become an AMAC action advocate. They become a delegate. They can represent AMAC and their interests locally in a congressional district office representing AMAC's issues as well as uh, becoming a chapter leader uh, where they can organize with other AMAC members in their area, in their community, and talk about issues, bring in speakers, get together with like-minded conservatives to educate themselves on the issues as well as learn more about local, state, and federal politics. Excellent. So for, for everyone out there listening, go ahead and join AMAC. If you're not a member, renew your membership. You can do that at amac.us forward slash just news. That's amac.us forward slash just news. Andy, we certainly couldn't do this without you. Thank you so much for making the time, for joining in on the fun. I'm so looking forward to seeing you down in Florida at our Boot Camp for Boomers event. Thanks again, Andy. Great to see you. Thank you, Rep. My pleasure. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Edu slash podcast. Welcome back, America. What an amazing guest lineup we have tonight. And of course, at the big event uh, down at the Villages in Florida in just a few days. If you want to get involved in Boot Camp for Boomers, this is what you do. You go to uh, amac.us slash Bootcamp. That's really easy to remember. AMAC.US Bootcamp. If you enjoyed tonight, you're going to love the all day session. I think we're going to do a lot more of these. Let me bring in my amazing uh, co host for tonight, uh, Rebecca Weber. Rebecca, you were the visionary behind this idea. Uh, it's something novel. I haven't seen this in uh, politics in a long time. What was the inspiration for doing this? Well, truly, John, the inspiration was when I witnessed how many young people 
are being subjected to indoctrination in their schools and institutions that are can't tell the difference between or are afraid to say who what is a woman, uh, difference between boys and girls. This is all nonsense. So we take our marching orders from our membership. And when I polled our members, and the average a- a- AMAC member is about 64 years old. When I polled our members, they said this is a number one issue for them. They care so much about not only their children, but their grandchildren and future generations. So, uh, you know, it just came upon me that we've got to do something. Now, I must mention the ACRU, the American Constitutional Rights Union, it's a terrific group. It's run by Lori Roman, uh, as well as uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, uh, two very great patriots uh, who love this country. And when Lori and I were talking and I was sharing with her sort of my ideas, uh, they're doing incredible work, uh, as we heard from Alan West on the vulnerable voters front, vulnerable voters being those seniors who are being uh, they're They're essentially uh, bad characters are entering into nursing homes and they're taking advantage of elderly people uh, and, and really sealing that ballot. So anytime that happens, the ACRU is all over that. They're doing incredible work. People can learn so much about the great work that ACRU and AMAC is doing at this exclusive one-day workshop. Uh, We're excited to uh, have all of these great guests that will be speaking at the event. Of course, Riley Gaines will be there. Uh, You know, John, Americans are self-resilient, but Americans are also self-reliant, and they want to figure out a way to get involved. So this is terrific. We, We expect to have several hundred people attend the event. Uh, I think it's going to be a great thing, and we'll take this state to state. I can't wait to chronicle it as a journalist because it's such an important initiative. Uh, Riley said something, a champion athlete, and when I watch her, I think of what my coach used to say, you don't win games sitting on the bench. you got to get in the game in order to make a difference. But Riley admitted the first time she thought about jumping into this frying pan, she had some hesitancy. I think everyone does. This boot camp gets you over that hesitancy by giving you the tools, right? It sure does. And that's what people are going to recognize. If you go to amac.us by 16 bucks, and and I say go to amac.us forward slash just news. So we know that you came to us through this program. But it's so important because for $16 a year, you're getting a lot of stuff. You're getting truth and news, a magazine delivered right to your mailbox. You're saving well over that $16 uh, with steep discounts on everything from travel and cell phone service. But here's one of the best parts. You get to participate in advocacy if you'd like. And it's very easy. We make it easy for you. We keep you informed. We are very much in touch with our over 2 million card-carrying AMAC members. So we take our marching orders from you, the American people. And that's where each and every individual plays such an important role because we're working very much. You know, the 2024 election is going to be about It's going to be on the local level, John. There's going to be a lot of things done state by state. And so it is important. Everyone matters. I think it's natural to have little hesitancy uh, there. And sometimes um, when we're we're going to do something good that's new and different, it is a little scary. Uh, But feeling afraid, that keeps us humble. uh, And feeling afraid is probably a note that you're going in the right direction. That's that's exactly right. Folks, if you want to get involved in this great thing, one more time. First, join AMAC. I have a five-year membership. Match me there. AMAC.us. Slash justice. You want to join up? Sign up for the bootcamp. AMAC.us bootcamp. Go do it. You're going to be a difference maker, just like Riley Gaines, Ron Johnson, and Colonel West. All right, folks. That wraps up the special tonight. We'll be back with regular programming tomorrow. Until then, God bless you, and a big thank you to my friends at AMAC. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. 
higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.